Punky Peeps, Angela Bowen here, the host of Punky Power, an unofficial Punky Brewster podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about Season 4, Episode 4, entitled Poor Margo, which aired on May 2nd, 1988. Margo believes that Punky and Cherry won't want to be her friends anymore because her family has gone bankrupt. So I want to read this little Instagram slash Facebook post that I put on the page for uh, the Punky Brewster podcast. Because I like what I wrote. It's funny. Well, I find it funny. Sunday night, join me as we finally get a peek into Margot's world. In Season 4, Episode 4, Poor Margot, which aired May 2nd, 1988. I already said that. Okay. I'm so excited for this. I've been waiting three whole seasons. How about you guys? Marco may be a lot of things, but at the end of the day, Punky and Cherry will always have her back and support her. True friends, guys. Marco may be the type of person she gets on your nerves. I mean, she definitely gets on Punky and Cherry's nerves from time to heck. Even Henry and Mrs. John, uh, Betty's nerves. But those girls, they're true friends to her. Don't worry, Margo. Money or no money, we still love you, girly. I'm so excited for this episode. All right, now, uh, before we get into the episode, there's some things I kind of want to talk about. One in particular is if you've been listening to this podcast regularly lately, um, you'll know that my dad has been having issues and... um, He's in a lot of pain, and he had a biopsy done, and my sister called me Wednesday with the results, and it's what pretty much he has lung cancer, and um, basically the next step is to get with the right doctors to move forward in removing this. Um, my sister pretty much said that it's like a, t- a, a growth, a tumor that's attached itself to a nerve in my dad's lung, my dad's right lung that isn't working properly anyway. Um, and that's why he's in a lot of pain. That's why he's always gasping for air and everything like that. I mean, it's pain to the point where if my dad's standing, that pain will drop him to his knees. It's that bad from what she told me. And, oh my gosh, guys, if you knew my dad, I mean, what a, a strong man he is. He's a hard worker, you know, he, he's farmed for most of his life. And he even does that now on the side, you know, he's supposed to be retiring this year. And, but, um, anyway, that's just, the next step is, let's get this removed, let's get him back being able to, because uh, right now he's pretty much laid up. He really can't do much. So, you know, and the retirement, your retirement years, you're supposed to be able to enjoy them, not be in pain and everything. But sorry to <clears throat> put a damper on everyone Sunday morning, but I just, those of you that have been following and that if you're curious, I want to let you guys know. It means so much. You know, if you guys are praying out there for him, I thank you a hundred thousand times. A hundred thousand million times. Thank you so much. I've been praying nonstop and just that, you know, now it's like, get the right doctors, take this 
cancer, this whatever, get it out of him, you know? <clears throat> I want him to be back to his happy, hardworking, funny self. And he's not right now, so. You know, and his birthday's coming up. It's actually, um, it's this Friday. And my sister's um, doing a special thing for him. And my niece, my oldest niece, Caitlin, is graduating high school. So we're going to have a big party in, uh, next Sunday. So that actually that is why um, I'm going to be recording an episode this Saturday that's meant for Sunday. If I have time Sunday when I get back, if I feel like it, I might record another episode. So you'll probably you're probably gonna get four episodes this week. Um, on a lighter note, um, today Jeremy and I were going to see the Han Solo movie or Solo, it's a, as it's called. Um, my husband Jeremy is a giant Star Wars fan, big, big, big. Me, I think it's okay. <laughs> I don't know if any of you order pizza from Pizza Hut, but um, now that you can order online, I did the Pizza Hut rewards, and I actually earned a pizza, which was really awesome because they had Friday off. Thank you, thank you. I'm like, oh, God, I have Friday. Thank you for your know, holiday weekend. And I'm like, you know what? I ordered, I got this free pizza. Why don't we have that for dinner? Because I was, like, thinking of dinner ideas. You know, I, I have shipped deliver my groceries for me because it's absolutely crazy at my urn stuff and I don't go there unless I need a couple things because they took the big you scan things away where you scan your own groceries so um other than that Jeremy and I played a few board games um we played Trivial Pursuit Disney which was a quick game I I won it I got like almost all of my pie pieces before he and he only got like one and I, it was fast and then excuse me I we played this like tv and movie trivia game which I ended up winning that on some lucky lucky guesses let me tell you it pays to work in a video store when if you haven't seen the movie you've at least seen the cover of a movie yeah that helped me on on the last like question to win the game we played electronic battleship and I hadn't, we hadn't played that in a while and I guess the way I did it if you play electronic battleship is that you know how you have the letter and the number I was like going like hitting each button twice that way I was like making a dividing line and then well anyway I got all of Jeremy's except for the one the the carrier that had like five you know red peg well it's got five pegs in it but or holes and I I kept looking you know counting you know, five, and when it turns out that I had four on the right side, and I just needed that one more, and I didn't even think of that, like, my, so Jeremy ended up winning the game, I could have beat him, because we both had all of ours except for one sunk on either side, and it's just like, ugh. pays to pay attention, I thought I was paying attention, I really did, but yeah, I had a slip up. 
And then Jeremy and I played on the Switch. We played uh, the quick draw thing and stuff like that. And uh, oh, the milking one, where you if you have the Switch, the one two Switch game, where you uh, you're milking the cow. I beat Jeremy twice on that, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> hey, my family used to milk cows, so <laughs> I never got to milk a cow, but I, I did better this time than I've done in the past, because the first time we probably played it, I didn't really get it, like, I wasn't pressing both buttons simultaneously, but, um, other than that, we were, I'm kind of dressing up the house, making it look better, I got some new, uh, bath mats, um, I got Jeremy at Super Mario Brothers fabric, uh, shower curtain so we had to get a plastic one to go on the inside of the tub um from this website called collections i had gotten um they're really cute if you have um a dishwasher it's like a dishwasher like it's a large like magnet that takes up the whole face of the dishwasher pretty much and it's got one for each season and it's got cats on it. It's really, really cute. I just saw it, and I'm like, I have to get that. And then for the kitchen window curtain, I replaced it with something really cute with puppies and kittens. And um, also replaced... Uh, last week we got the blinds up here, the bedroom replaced, they were old, they came with the house, some of the blinds were even broken, so we took those out, put, Jeremy put new ones in, we took the blinds that were behind the, this tall headboard, cause they were bent, cause Quinn would try to get in between them, we took that out, we just put one curtain panel there, um, I got a new tower fan, which is awesome, because the other one you couldn't oscillate it without it making this sound. And I like to, I need that like white noise to be able to sleep. Um, other than that, guys, let's get into this episode. I hope I didn't bore you too much. <laughs> but um, like I said, thank you for thinking of me and my dad. That means so much. Okay, is it me or are they flip-flopping all over the place with the timeline? It was just summer. Now it's winter again? What? We just had winter. We, guys, we just had winter and remember when. Why are they, so is Punky going to be 12 now? I'm confused. Oh my goodness. All right, you know, I'm not going to complain too much. It is the last season of the show, so. All right, so Punky and Cherry are dressed to the nines in winter wear, and they both have heavy shovels, like um, Old Man Marley from Home Alone. <laughs> They're going to go beat up some burglars. <laughs> Yo, I've never noticed that door before. It's to the right of the garbage chute that's, you know, located by um, Henry and Punky's apartment. By the right of the garbage chute, there is a door there that says storage. I never noticed that before. I wonder if I should sometime go back and, like, look at that, like, garbage chute and see if there's a door there. It's gonna get toasty up here, guys. They shut all the windows, all you know, with the traffic on the road and someone doing some yard work of some kind outside. I just, I don't want that picking up on the audio. So Punky's complaining about her hands being frozen as she pulls her glove off, and her hand, her fingers are kind of bent like if she had arthritis or something. Um. <laughs> And Cherry's complaining about being really tired. She's like, I can't remember the last time I was tired was, I can't remember it. And I thought we were going to get another call back to when she was, you know, locked in the refrigerator, but we didn't. 
Brandon comes in. He's dressed with a coat sweater thing on. He's got um ski ski glasses, ski goggles on with Oh, he's got a little mug around his neck that says hot chocolate, like a thermos, almost like a St. Bernard. Oh, that is so cool. I love the retro colors. You know, the brown, orange, and yellow, you know, those retro, whenever, like, there's this semi that would go by that have, would have those colors. I'm like, yeah, retro 80s colors. I know those pretty well. So, Punky's like, hey, Brandon, you got snow on your back, shake. And he lifts his paw up, like, oh, you want to shake a paw? And she's like, oh, Brandon, stop messing around. You know what kind of shake I mean. Punky, you could have just as easily walked over there and just brushed the snow off his back. It would have been that easy and that fast. Because he shakes and there's still snow on his back. Just help him out, Punky. Wipe it off with your hand. It'll take a second. This zoop, and it's gone. The girls aren't really weighed down with heavy clothes or anything like that, but you think they went uh, on a trip to the Arctic and they're loaded down with, like, pounds of clothes. But anyway, the girls are like, all right, let's take off our boots. And I think it's so cute. They lay on the floor and they each take each other's boots off. That is adorable. Okay, so now I get why it's cold, because they've been shoveling driveways and... Punky's, or Cherry's like, how many driveways have we shoveled? Punky's like, 75. 75? Oh my god, you didn't take any breaks? Please tell me you took breaks, girls. I can understand why your hands would be frozen now. I'm sorry. I have sympathy for you. 75? So is that from, like, early morning until late after these must be short driveways but still 75 that is a lot that's almost near 100 so 75 driveways that they've shoveled at two bucks a piece 150 bucks oh yes money 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 oh okay they're saving up to go skiing yay Ski i've never skied in my life what am i celebrating i'm sorry I don't know. I don't think I'd be coordinated to ski. I'd probably break something. And I have a rule. I have not broken a bone yet, and I don't intend to. Let's see if I keep that streak intact. I don't think Jeremy's broken anything either. So I want to talk about the girls being so excited about going skiing. Just because I compare prices? 
You're not supposed to compare them to 1936. Henry, guess what? We earned the money for our school ski trip. You did? Yeah. Well, girls, that's too pretty. You've earned your half. So we'll pay the other half. That's the deal, right, Henry? My ice cream's melting. Oh, it's a school ski trip that the girls are wanting or uh, have raised the money to go on. And I guess they also went last year. And, of course, Punky's like, I'm going to try uh, Dead Man's Bluff or Rabbit Run or something that's very dangerous. Only for skilled skiers, apparently. And Cherry points out, like, didn't you try that last year? And Punky's like, yeah, but this time <laughs> I'm going to go on my skis and not on my face. Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you, if you didn't hear it in the clip, Cherry is going for the ski instructors. The cutie patootie hot, hot, hotness of the ski instructors. So, Betty and Henry come back from the store. Betty is pretty much embarrassed by Henry because he won't shut his mouth about comparing. It's cool. Compare prices. Sure. But don't hem and haul and, and rant and rave and scream at the top of your lungs. My goal, I can get this bag of Wheaties or this box of Wheaties here that's $5. I can get it cheaper at Jimmy's Wholesale foods or something for two dollars come on betty's even like well yeah sure compare prices that's great don't compare them them to prices from 1932 please but you know the girls say they raised the money betty's like i'm so proud of you girls you got your half we'll pay the rest and she looks at henry like right henry that was the deal, right? And he's like, oh, you know what? Ice cream's melting. I gotta go to the kitchen. So she follows him and was like, Henry, we made an agreement with those girls. If they raised their half, we would help with the other half. And, of course, Henry's like, yeah, I mean, I made that goal with them, but I didn't actually think they'd, you know, do it. And... Betty's like, you know, I'm proud of them. They they set a goal. They achieved it. That's awesome. Henry, don't renege. Don't renege on your goal. On your um, agreement. Excuse me. Sorry, guys. I got up, like, less than an hour ago. <laughs> My mouth still. Yeah. All right. I had to have a little snuggle. Happy morning hug fest with Quinny. Like, I need my fix. I need my Quinny fix. Right, Quinn butt? She's like, oh, thank goodness you put me down. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't already, hug your pet today. Hug your puppy dog. Hug your kitty cat. Hug your goldfish. Hug your hamster, your guinea pig, your bunny rat. I haven't hugged London today. Trust me, guys, it's great. Endorphins are released. Get your date. Nothing like hugging your for a kid to get your day started and it's Sunday and it's if you live in the US it's a holiday weekend so Henry, Henry said you know what don't worry I'll give her the money he's got a beeper in his wallet or an alarm or something and the girls are kind of looking at their skates 
And, um, you know, they're saying, ah, these skates, they're in rough shape and everything. Um, and even Cherry's like, well, yeah, mine are cracked from when you ran over me last time. This is the first time they're clearly looking at these skates. Girls, I know it's expensive, but maybe can you, like, rent your skates from the ski shop this time? And maybe eventually save up to get... I don't know how much ski equipment is. I can't think that it's going to be cheap. I mean, I don't even know how much those ski passes are either. I think those are expensive, but it's like, oh my goodness, girls, if you're going on the ski trip, you should have checked those skis a bit ago. But like I said, just just rent. Just just rent. Hopefully it's you can do that. Oh my gosh, Punky has the nerve to shout out to Henry. Henry, we can really use some new ski equipment. Do you think you could uh, help us out there? And he's like, nope, never, nope, nope, not gonna do it. I'm gonna play this clip. <laughs> oh, tight wad, closed wallet, Henry. He's like, probably, you know, I'm paying for the other half for you to go on the trip. The rest is up to you. Go shovel some more driveways. that yes it is expensive to rent the equipment which of course it is so punky's like well how about margo you know she's got i'm sure she's got loads of ski stuff you know she, she could probably just margo goes to the same school with them right why wouldn't she also be going on this trip maybe we'll hear about what that when they get to her house because, you know, Punky calls her, and she's got to go through this whole spiel with the person on the other line. Like, it's Punky, Brewster, the first. And, of course, Margo's got her appointment book. Like, come on, Margo, can't we just come over? I'm not going to come over a week from Thursday. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> so, Margo agrees, and she's sending the town car over to get the girls. And we get a exterior shot of the house. This house is very, very nice. Uh, it's got two floors. It looks like a McMansion. Puts McAllister's home to shame, I, I'm sure. 
I don't know. I kind of, I mean, if I had to go by looks, McAllister's Home, Sweetness. This one is pretty much your basic white with black shutters. I mean, it's cool and all, but against the white snow and the drabs, you know, winter season, it just looks, makes the house look really blah. <laughs> but I'm excited. We get to get a peek into Margo's world. Yay! And Margo's room is pretty nice. It's like almost like a master suite. The only thing is her bed is just a typical bed with a floral print. Pretty much it matches the wallpaper. Um, the only thing I'm surprised is it's not one of those four-poster beds with a canopy. Uh, she's got like fake candles alongside. Oh, wait, what is, is that a, oh, no, it's not. She's got a maid that's got her clothes. Is she going to dress Margot too? Margot's getting her nails done and everything by, um, some of the, the help there. Oh, she's getting, um, pedicure and a, um, pedicure, pedicure's feet and a manicure's the nails. Got it. Um, so she's on this chase lounge, just chilling while someone's doing her nails. She's stuffing her face with cookies or something. Um, she really loves the porcelain dolls. She's got a case full of them. They're just pretty, pretty dolls with pretty fancy gone with the wind dresses. Elegant, beautiful. This girl is living large. She is loving her lifestyle. She would not have it any other way. Any husband of hers better be ready to spend, spend, spend. Because Margot is all about the finer things. She's got a fireplace in her bedroom. Oh my god, I want a fireplace in my bedroom. It's never going to happen. So Punky and Cherry come in to Margot's room and she's like, Hello people, welcome to the East Wing. Was it the East Wing or the West? It was the West Wing that was forbidden for Bell, be, the Beast forbid Belle to go to the West Wing of the castle. And I noticed that both Cherry and Punky are wearing name tags. Okay, interesting. I want to play this clip.
girls have to wear name tags, they have, Margo's got a metal detector at the entrance, and she assures Punky and Cherry, you will get your purses back when you leave. And they had issues trying to find Margo's room, even though they have a semi-detailed map, which Cherry holds up. Like, you have to have more arrows or something to get to this room, because it's near impossible. So, Cherry kind of looks around, and she's like, oh, wow, this room, it's so awesome, it's such a great room. And Margo's amazed, like, oh, you've never been here? And Punky's like, well, you've never exactly invited us to come to your house, so no. Oh, we get a clear shot of the name tag, it says visitor on it. So, Cherry's kind of walking around, just taking everything in, and she's like, Punky, we should live like this. We were born to live for Chevy, <laughs> for cav born to live for caviar and champagne. And Punky's like, no, we were born to eat Doritos and chocolate milk. I don't know why, but that does not sound like a combination that goes together. I th I'm surprised she didn't say it. We were born to drink Mountain Dew and stuff our faces with Fritos and Doritos or something. I love how Punky is just chilling out on Margot's bed. Like, oh, this is the life. She's got her hands behind her head. Like, oh, God. here. <laughs> so, Cherry kind of checks out this doll that's sitting on this Ottoman footstool thing. And at first, when she leans down, I was afraid Margot was going to pull a Nellie Olsen from Little House on the Prairie. Like, don't touch my doll! Don't touch it! But she just tells Cherry, like, oh, I, I, I love all my dolls, but especially I love this one, like, that's sitting right here. It's, like, a, it's musical. It's on a stand and everything, and she just kind of twists a little key or whatever on it, and it plays music. And she just, the way Marco stares at this doll, she says, I listen to this when I'm depressed, and it cheers me right up. Like, oh. But she just looks at this doll so lovingly, just like with childlike wonder, like, this doll, I love you, doll. I love you so much, doll. Cheer me up. We get a reference to R.I.P. Toys R Us. Because Cherry's like, oh, you know, you don't really see dolls like this at Toys R Us. And that's because Margo says, well, they're made by... A personally made by a couple people that just make, they make all these dolls for, for me. That's their main job. Their main goal in life is to make dolls. Just for me. 
So, Teddy and Stan, the personal doll makers that make dolls, just, they're her personal doll makers. Wow. I mean, this girl, she's got it all. She's got a maid to clean her room, to dress her and pick out her clothes for her, to give her manicures, to give her pedicures, to probably even feed her. So, uh, Punky lets her, uh, Margo know, like, hey, we came over, we want to see if you had any skis that we could use on the trip. And Margo's like, wow, yeah, um, I'm all set to go on my, on this ski trip. And then she asks, how did you two, how are you able to afford this trip? Like, oh, you're poor, you don't have money. Well, Punky says, me and Cherry actually went and shoveled 74, 75 driveways to earn the money. And Margo is just appalled, like, oh, you worked? Like, with your hands? Ew. And Cherry's like, yeah, well, not just with our hands, with our heads, with our shoulders, with our arms, with our legs, with all of it. Of course, Margo's like, please, please stop. I, like, just ate. So, we got fuchsia skis, we got blue skis. And, of course, Punky takes one of each color, leaving Cherry with one of each color. And Margo has, they're brand new. Punky's like, but you got these last year. And Margo's like, yeah, but I didn't use them. I wasn't actually going to ski. I just hung out in the lodge by the fire wearing this fake cast. Because apparently you, she can do that. She's got the money where she can just go to the ski resort and not ski and just chill in the lodge, drink the hot chocolate, talking up the cutie cutie Ski instructors, the guys, the boys, living large. So, in the next scene, this is going to be the next day, because Cherry and Punky are wearing different clothes. Margo is in tears, which we rarely ever see. I don't think we've ever seen her um, really, like, upset. This is kind of sad. I'm going to play this clip. <laughs> So, Margo breaks down. She's really upset. And Punky's like, what's wrong? And Margo's like, Punky, we lost all our money. We're broke. We have nothing. Oh, poor Margo. Oh, if only we all had problems like that to do. I mean, she's got a lot of money and stuff like that. So, I'm sure they'll be fine. 
So in the next scene, they have a hard time believing that that the Kramers have lost it all. Punky's like, that can't be possible. You can't be broke. Henry said that you're, when your dad got married, because he's so rich, that they didn't throw rice, they threw Chinese people. That's kind of racist. So Punky's like, well, how did this happen? Turns out the Kramer's accountant made a boo-boo, as she calls it, or an error. Bad investments. Ugh, sounds like they needed, they should have gotten a new accountant. High interest rates. Whew. I don't know what falling commodities are, but oof. So, they, the girls hear a groan, like, ah. <laughs> and Cherry's like, was that a falling commodity? No, that's Margot's mom, in the depths of despair, still dealing with the fact that they have zero money now. These people work fast. They get the moving people and just taking all the furniture. Oh my gosh. Give it a second to sink it. What are these are repo men? What? Are they moving men? They gotta be repo men. Oh, um, stuff's being sold at auction. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You know, I'm gonna play this clip. Thank you. Just 
for yourself. Honest. No, not my doll. Please don't take my doll. I'm sorry, miss. Your mother gave orders that everything has to go. So we have these people that are in there to take all of Margot's stuff and sell it at auction. And they even take that cute little doll that cheers her up when she's depressed. She, no, no, not my doll. And the guy's like, sorry, sweetie. Um, your mom said everything has to go. And she's like, oh, please be careful with it. Uh, I thought when he walked out of the room, he was like going to break it. Whoops. No, he didn't break it. But... You know, and Margo's just, she's, oh my gosh, she's really, really upset. She just tells Punky and Cherry, like, please leave me alone. I want to be left alone. And she's just crying on her bed. So now we get back to the apartment. Speaking of money troubles, Brandon and Henry are in the kitchen. And, of course, Henry's got his adding calculator out there. He's trying to figure out his bills for the week or the month. So apparently to heat that apartment, gas is $12.87. My good golly, I would be so happy if we could pay that. <laughs> yeah, like that's ever going to happen. I mean, they're heating an apartment. We're heating an entire house. Granted, this is 1988 and we're currently living in 2018, so things are a little different. But electricity is through the roof. Even, even I don't pay that much. One fifty-four. Oh my! They're heating. They're. It's an apartment. Are they leaving lights on? Henry's looking at Brandon like, all right, Brandon. What room? What? What are you leaving on? But really gets uh, Henry is the pet shop seventy-two dollars. Brandon, what are you spending at the pet shop? Calvin Klein flea powder. I didn't know there was such a thing. There probably isn't, but still. <laughs> He's like, oh, Brandon, that's too much money. So Brandon must bark. Well, smell me and see what you think. And Henry does smell him. Like, oh, not bad. So I want to play this clip as they're talking. He's talking to Brandon about the bills. And Punky kind of comes in. You know, she's worried about Margo and everything. Yes, twelve ninety-seven. Something on your mind? Yeah, but I don't want to talk about it. Okay. 
It's Margot. I feel so sorry for her. She's been a mess ever since she found out she got bankruptcy. Yes. Bankruptcy is frightening. Of course, you learn to adjust when you live as close to it as I do. Margot thinks Cherry and I only like her because of her money. That's not true, is it? Of course not. I'm curious. Why do you like Margot? Beats me. I just do. Then tell her that. In time, she'll come around. I did tell her. <clears throat> I just wish there was a way I could show her. Bucky, I think you've agonized enough over this. Let's turn to a happier subject. Your ski trip. You've worked very hard for this, and you deserve to have a good time. Thanks. Try to hold down the enthusiasm. Sorry. Maybe I'll be a little more excited tomorrow. Good night. Good night, sweetheart. This can't be right. One dozen roses, fifty-five dollars delivered to lady. in, sits down, pours herself a very tall glass of milk, and takes a cookie that is bigger than the rim of the glass. My, my, okay, what I would do, because she just, like, dunks it and it sits there for a minute. And, well, I don't even think it gets to the milk portion because it's such a wide cookie. She could have easily just, like, broken it in half, even though there'd be crumbs all over the table. And then just dunked it that way. But, you know, Margo... Uh, <laughs> Punky's just worried, you know, with Margo, you know, her family's in bankruptcy right now. And I just... There's nothing I can do to make her feel better. I tell her that I don't want to be here for... I want to be here for... It's not about the money with a friendship. It's just not. It's just... It's her. I like being with her. And Henry's like, well, did you tell her this? And... Punky's like, yeah, I did, but it still didn't help. She's still depressed. And Henry even asks, um, why do you like Margot? And Punky's like, I don't know. I, I, I just do. Something about Margot, guys. She's just, uh, I don't know. They didn't cut her loose uh, in season one. They decided to uh, keep hanging with her. So Henry gives her, you know, punking the money she's earned from the driveways, you know, for the ski trip. And, of course, this whole thing with Margot is really getting Punky down. And Punky leaves, like, hey, maybe I'll feel better tomorrow. And then, of course, we get to back to the bills, $55 for a dozen roses to someone named Lady. And, of course, Henry's like, well, I don't know anyone named Lady. And... <laughs> Brandon books it out of there. It's like, yeah, the dog sent some roses to a pretty dog that he liked. Um, I'm looking at the fridge, and it looks different than the one in season two. Remember, didn't that one have an ice maker on the front of it? I swear it did. Did they? Did that poop out, and they had to get another fridge? Alright, now we're getting back to Margot's place. And now, of course, every time we switch back to Margot's, we get an exterior shot of the house. Probably the same shot. 
Margot's room is cleared out. She's got, her bed isn't there. She's got, like, a cot. And I noticed that because there's no stuff in there, we see um, where the carpet ends. And we see, like, linoleum or marble floor where the French doors are. Interesting. See, I didn't notice that before when her room had all that stuff in there. Aw, poor Margot. She's got to emery board her own nails. They probably had to let go of all of their servants and help. And she's just got a simple folding chair with a simple bare table. Oh, it's not an emery board. It's a nail filing brush. Or polishing brush? I've never used one. We hear her mother or someone as the mother, like, groaning in pain. My gosh, lady. Ugh. There's a knock at the door, and Margot's one of her maids and the a butler said, Hey, we've come to say goodbye. We've been let go. We wish you well in life. Oh, they have names. Gilda and Jeffrey. Aw. Are they married? Or are they just two separate people? So Gilda says to Margot, I made you a little lunch. It's in the oven. Margot, of course, has probably never been down to the kitchen because she has all of her meals sent or delivered up to her room or wherever. And she's like, oh, the oven. That's the appliance for the little window on the front? And they're like, yep. And she does thank Gilda and, um, I already forgot his <laughs> name, um, thanks them for all their wonderful years of service. That's so sweet. So, Jeffrey, I think that's his name, right? Um, says that I'm gonna miss you and it's not gonna, the house is not gonna feel the same without you. And she's like, oh, so you'll be here for the new owners. And he's like, no, actually, I'm the owner. I bought the house. Like, okay. So Margo, of course, is surprised. Like, wow, I didn't know uh, Dad paid you that much. And Jeffrey's like, well, he didn't. Actually, uh, I bought into stocks that actually went up. Dang, maybe Jeffrey should have been handling uh, the Kramer's money then. <laughs> So, he wishes her luck, best of luck to you, and as he goes, he turns to close the doors. He says, oh, by the way, escrow closes in seven days. Like, you have a week to get your butt out of my house now. So, Margo's crying because everything's gone. And in the next scene, we see Punky and Cherry. They've gotten the doll back for Margo. How did they do that? Did they take it? So, Punky and Cherry got the doll back as... Margo is laying face down on her bed that doesn't even look like it's got sheets on it. It's just a mattress with a blanket at the end of, at the foot of the bed. And like, hey, Margo, look what we got for you. And she hears the tune and she looks up and it's her doll. She's like, oh my gosh, you got my doll back. And she's happy. She's all smiles. Oh, Margo. See, your friends will be there for you. They don't care that you have no money now. Oh, well, she asked how they got it, and Punky says, well, we bought it back for you. So I'm guessing they took the money they were going to use to go on the ski trip and put that towards getting the doll back. Aw, that's great. Aw, what friends. I want to play this clip.
say we postponed our ski trip? Your ski money? But you actually work for that money. No big deal. Yes, it is. That trip meant a lot to you. And you gave it up for me. Why'd you do it? You're our friend. And you're more important than a ski trip. Margot just like, gosh, you guys, you gave up your ski trip for me? Thank you so much. You know, that was just, it was so important to you, though. And they're like, yeah, but you're more important. And it's just, we finally, after three and a half, three seasons, we get to see a sweetness to Margot that we never knew existed. You know, she's always been about money, money, money. You know, she'd put down Punky and this and that and Sherry. But in her moment of where she's completely vulnerable, she's got nothing. In her eyes, she is exactly like Punky and Sherry, just an ordinary person. She's not rich. But they hug. And then this is the first time I've ever seen this. There is a title at the bottom that says, We'll be right back. So... This is where it, I don't know where this place is. It's a brick building with windows and fake snow coming down. So maybe um, her dad got the money back. Let's, maybe he sued his accountant or something like that for making bad deals. I don't know. Is that a suable offense? Okay, this is the back end of the apartment because this is a shot of, because we're back in the, uh, the apartment now, and it's like, I'd never seen that shop before. I didn't, like I said, I didn't even recognize the building. So it looks like they're playing, uh, Betty and the girls and Brandon, they're all playing Pictionary or Charades or something. Well, not Pictionary, they're playing Charades. I want to play this clip, this is just so cute, them all playing games. And now it's Brandon's turn, so. <laughs>
So, Brandon's up next to play the charades, and he's, like, trying to catch his tail as he's going in circles, and Henry comes in from shoveling, because he couldn't, you know, he couldn't ask the girls to do that after they shoveled 75 driveways. And, you know, the girls are kind of bummed about missing their ski trip, because it's really coming down, and they're like, Betty gets it. She's like, well, I think Brandon's trying to do Henry, you know, trying to make ends meet. <laughs> So, Henry closes the door. There's a knock. It's Margot, and she's happy. Something happened. Her dad, they're rich, they're loaded. They're rich again. She says, her dad took a stock tip from Jeffrey, you know, the guy who bought the butler who ended up buying their house. Did he, did the Kramers just buy the house back from Jeffrey then, and then he just resumed being a, their butler? I'm not sure. We don't hear about it. But she's like, Dad is loaded again. Uh, he's taking me to Big Grizzly, and they're, you know, Punky and Margo, or Punky and Cherry are kind of like, oh, you're going skiing? Great. But Margo surprises them by saying, you're all invited. And they're like, yeah! They're excited, and that is the end of the episode. I thought this episode was really cute. We got to see a side of Margot that we don't normally see her vulnerable and sad side. So it was a nice, redeemable quality that made Margot seem like she's not 100% stuck up. Maybe 90, 95% stuck up, and that 5% vulnerability. So that is the end of the episode. I'm going to give this episode, let me think. I'm going to give this one four out of five. Um, I really liked, I liked seeing Margot's vulnerable side. I liked her lending those skis to Punky and Cherry. I liked the fact that, um, now I'm losing my train of thought. What was the other thing? So, Margot's vulnerable side, her giving the skates to the girls, um, Punky and Cherry getting that doll back for Margot. And, oh, I like at the end, so four out of five Brandy Tailwigs. I like at the end when she invites them along after she has money again. She invites them to go to Big Grizzly to go skiing. I didn't like the whole wailing thing of her mother. That was just clearly... I don't think that needed to be there. And it was an annoying sound effect. Or someone off screen or offset. Like, like come on. Um, Punky's principles? Let me think. How about the fact that... Um, Stick by your friends, support them through thick and thin, whether they have money, they don't have money. It's the strength of the friendship and just being there for each other when you need each other. That's what true friends are. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It just matters that you're there for each other and you'll do whatever it takes to help them out. All right, we're going to say hey to some new Punky Power listeners for the week, and then I'm going to get into the episodes that I will be doing this week. We have Reno, Nevada, Northboro, Massachusetts. We have France, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Melbourne, Australia, Texas, I can't print, P-F-L-U, Pflugerville, 
Texas? I'm sorry. New York, New York, Lima, Peru, and Garden Grove, California. All right, let's talk about what's coming up the pipe this week for the podcast. All right, next up for this Tuesday is Season 4, Episode 5, entitled Brandon's Commercial, which aired on May 3rd, 1988. Punky pushes Brandon into doing a TV commercial for dog food. Thursday, Season 4, Episode 6, entitled Passed Away at Punky's Place. May 4th, 1988 is when this aired. Punky and Cherry believe a man has died at Punky's Place. When a newspaper's restaurant critic eats there, they fear that this will hurt the restaurant's reputation. And Saturday, I'm going to be doing an episode because... I'm going to be busy Sunday. I don't know if I'm going to have the time or energy to do another episode. So we're going to do... Whoopsie. We're going to do Season 4, Episode 8. We've already done the Christmas Hero episode in December. So Season 4, Episode 8, Cosmetic Scam, aired on May 6th, 1988. Punky and Cherry make money selling cosmetics with unexpected side effects. That's not good. <laughs> now, you all should know that I've been bringing up the next podcast I'm going to do in September. It's going to be Silver Spoons. Silver Spoons has five seasons. Um, if you listen to this podcast on SoundCloud, you'll see it says Punky Power slash Silver Spoons Podcast. In September, it's going to, on Instagram, it's going to be Punky Power slash Silver Spoons Podcast. So it's going to be sharing that space. And then Facebook, I did make a separate page for the Silver Spoons Podcast. So I will take a picture of that to kind of give you guys, you know, if you want to follow along, you can do that. Um, in, like, probably July or August or soon, I'm going to do an introduction to the new podcast, but that's going to be once Punky Power wraps up. It's going to actually wrap up at the end of June, so. All right, it is getting really, really warm up here. I really don't have any windows open, and I need to go downstairs to be hydrated. Um, everyone have a very wonderful Memorial Day weekend. If you live in the U.S., if you don't live in the U.S., have a great weekend anyway. And I will be back Tuesday with Brandon's commercial. All right, bye-bye.